Today on the podcast, I am so excited to introduce you to my friend Olenka. She is the founder of I Start First. And on this podcast, we go into so much on how to take the leap, how to go from 5K months to 50K months, which she is so good at, at doing that and even beyond those numbers. Um, how to sit in gratitude for yourself. What really is inner child work and what does that look like and how does it pertain to business? So all of these different things. But to give you a little background on who this amazing woman is and why she is the perfect person to be talking about all these things, y'all, this podcast is all about breaking out of the expectations of others and finding your authentic joy. And she embodies this wholeheartedly. Olenka is a multi-business owner, a global C-suite consultant, and a mom. And she has transformed thousands of clients since she began coaching and speaking in 2010. Focusing on what makes life balanced and joyful, she loves helping women build life on their own terms. So buckle up and get ready and let's dive on in. Human on the Daily, the podcast for anyone wanting to break free of any boxes or expectations and embrace their full authentic self. I am Dr. Megan Daly and I have been there. I've overcome so much trauma, dealt with so many stressors like competing in high level athletics, rigorous academics, getting my doctor in physical therapy, and I did what I should do, right? I climbed the corporate healthcare ladder. And when that didn't make me feel fulfilled, I branched out and opened up my own cash clinic and built it to six figures in the second year yet I still felt like something was off when I looked in the mirror and maybe you can relate. So I scaled back and really dove into the questions of who am I really and what is it that I am meant to do? So together in this podcast, we are gonna dive into all the tips, tools, and experiences for you to answer those same questions for yourself so you can live your best, most joyful and fulfilled life. Because if you're not doing that, then what the fuck are you really doing? So let's fucking go. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Human on the Daily. I am so stoked for today's guest speaker. Olinka and I met, I don't even know what year. I think it might have been 2018 or 2019. It was was like right before things shut down. So somewhere, I I feel like I have, if it's pre-COVID, my time of, my concept of time kind of goes out the window. But it was a friend invited me to come to, I think one of the early on, in Scottsdale, I start first like in-person networking mixers and it was just such a fun energy. And I remember walking in and seeing you and I was like, who's this like tall Eastern European Barbie and how do I embody her energy and like infuse it into me? So (laughs) I would love, and then I find out that you're this like badass powerhouse. So I would love for you to just kind of let the audience know, like, who are you? What makes you tick? All the fun things. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. And that's quite the intro. I'll take it all. <laughs> I'll take it all day long, Megan. I uh, love that. So yeah, my name is Alinka Cullinan and I'm CEO and founder of I Start First, a company which is truly designed for women to step into their full power, but most importantly, live in balance. One thing that I strive for myself and my sort of secret sauce and biggest ambition in life is get women to believe that success does not have to come at the price of burnout, that you can actually build and have a successful career, successful business and not lose the relationships and people you love 
and joy out of your life. So that's truly what I Start First is all about. It started kind of as a hashtag and I never really planned out to build this business. I was speaking, inspiring a ton of women at different conferences and companies to really up level their business and mindset. And then everybody kept asking what else is there. And then we rolled out the mastermind, which is called Live for Living. And then I started working uh, with companies and women, specifically women-led companies one-on-one and taking on clients. And now then we've built this amazing tribe, which calls themselves a sparkle tribe because I'm a big fan of pink <laughs> sparkles. Uh, and here we are, you know, totally unexpected, but that's how life is. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like some of the most like beautiful souls and soul led businesses that I know are this kind of like, well, I didn't mean to build it, but like your energy just magnetizes it. And so, oh gosh, there's, there's so much that I want to chat with you about, but I think one of the main things that you just brought up was like, Hey, I love sparkle and I love pink. And there's a post you made a while back that said, you talk about how you show up is key to landing the big pitch or the goal or the client. And I think so many of us, especially high achieving women, were brought up to believe that how you quote unquote show up needs to be uber professional and masculine. And that's clearly not how you do it. So mm. dive into how you show up and how you really lead with yourself first and that that love of sparkles and pink and yeah. Like, how do yeah. you show up? What, what do you mean when you say showing up is the key? Yeah. Thank you for this. I love this question, first of all. And yeah, to me, here's the thing. I mean, I have sort of two directions in my company. One is, yeah, you know, everything I talk about is I walk the talk, right? I've taught it. I've experienced that. I know that firsthand. That's why I'm super passionate about it. And people buy you way before they buy your company or your brand. So it's truly the second you walk into the room, right? We all, whether we like it or not, especially as women, we do make a certain level of judgment. And to me, your energy enters the room way before you ever open your mouth. So I work with some of the biggest companies, you know, like this year, my largest client is a billion dollar company. So I work with a lot of professionals and executives. I walk in rooms full of men and women who've been in business much, much longer than me, you know, because I start first really is only like a 10 plus year old company. I work with some companies that have been around 50 years and some executives have been around mm -hmm. in business for 20 years. So to me, you know, there was always that sort of level of fear that everybody was telling me, like, how are you going to really do this? Are you really going to walk into this room? So, you know, it's actually a funny story. I had my first mentor who literally brought me a black business suit. When I was getting ready to pitch some of my biggest clients, he said, you know, I know you don't have anything like this. <laughs> and I took it as a <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't for a reason. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to break out in hives right now. But thanks. Uh, <laughs> we we definitely laughed about it. And I said, watch me do it. Right. And like this year, I did a post as well you know, that I closed my largest client literally in my pajamas out of my bedroom while my daughter was still sleeping on a Zoom call in 20 minutes. Because here's the thing, I know, and I've the same way, like type A uber professional women grew up with a mother who was a CEO, ran a company for 37 years. So we absolutely have that belief that you have to show up and you have to be professional. You have to hold it all together. But I'm going to tell you, these are all limiting beliefs that are very much imposed mm -hmm. on us by a culture and the corporate culture, whether we like it or not, that's not a judgment call has been created by men, you know, 50s, 60s and 70s when all of it got created and the business world got created was the 
also the time when a lot of women stayed home. They were not really planning to go out in the world out there and conquer it and build their own companies. So a lot of his beliefs are given to us, not even by choice. They're given to us because they just passed along down the road. But when you show up with a level of inherent energy of who you authentically are, and most women are not super by the book, they naturally are very nurturing and kind and loving and sweet and girly and funky and we like to laugh and we like to make jokes so if we show up in that authentic energy that's what buys way before people ever your resume and all this stuff so i love what you said about like it's something that's not talked about enough like people buy you far before they buy the thing that you're selling right like so often we are far too concerned with creating the perfect product or creating the perfect service or like building the perfect website. No, just lead with yourself first. That energy, like you said, your energy enters the room before you do. Like, what is it? I think people decide if they like you or not within seven seconds flat. Like that's that's you. That's not your product. You like whatever. It's it's that no like and trust that you need to build first and foremost. And I I think it's hilarious that your mentor showed up with a black business suit because who knows where you would be today if you had bought into that, right? Like just because it's how it's been done does not mean it's how it needs to be done and for you. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And then speaking to like where you are now versus where you were back then, there's another, I'm actually just going to straight up read it because I think it was so beautifully said. And you were talking about like your quote unquote overnight success because right. Like that's what we all see on Instagram and it's really not what's true behind the scenes. And so you said, let's see, everything worthy of building takes time. I know that closing 700 plus million net worth companies looks badass, but you weren't there when I was speaking for 300 in 2017 after my divorce. Being on the Amazon bestseller list two times is amazing, but you weren't there when I ordered 200 t-shirts for the conference giveaway and they came in missing a letter and I had to pretend, make it a pretend teachable moment and have participants write it in a black marker. Like, I love this because it's, First of all, I love how transparent and vulnerable you are on like, hey, this is how it actually is. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And anyone who has been in business has been there or maybe is there. Like if they're they're just starting out or maybe they're even like where I'm at now, where I built up one business for 10 years, said, oops, this wasn't the thing for me, full pivoted. And now I'm back at that, that stage where you order the t-shirts and they come in wrong and you're probably taking a loss on them. And... <laughs> So what are your biggest tips for someone who's in that stage and is struggling with seeing the success down the road? So I always say that there has to be a difference between belief and faith, right? You have beliefs that they can be positive, negative, limiting and expanding where, you know, we're growing for them, but faith is different. Faith means whatever it takes, I am going to do what's most authentic to me, show up how I want to show up, build the business that's aligned with me and what I want to create. And I mean, kudos to you for walking away, knowing that's not aligned with who you are. It takes massive guts, you know, and I've done it so I can relate to it even more so because with that first business with the t-shirts, you know, when I worked with teens, I loved that. I loved everything about that business, but I knew this was not a legacy company. I knew it was a lifestyle company at some point. It's not going to be what I'm going to be doing. So I kind of always had that little gut inkling. So if you're right now in that stage where, you know, the t-shirts are not right, the parents is not working, you can't really afford to bring anybody on board, I would highly encourage you to still ask for a lot of help because I almost killed my first business by not asking for help. You know, I brought my first mentor on 
early on and I had to learn a lot from her. But like, I also always say go for the biggest people in the room because what's the worst case? They're going to say no. So I am not a big believer, honestly, in going like step by step. I'm always the quantum leap kind of woman. I'm like, we're going to go after the biggest person. If they say no, we'll go a step down. But to me, it's that if you have faith, you know, like same mentor with a black suit. He's an amazing, amazing human. But he also told me, you know, how, like how sold out you are in your belief with I start first with this company with helping women. I said like super sold out. He said, well, then it doesn't really matter if it's going to take six years or 60, you should still go do that. And even though it sounds a yeah. little magic because I'm like, well, I don't know about 60. I, I hope it'll work. <laughs> You're little- like, that idea. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's go let's for the six. a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> so it shows faster, <laughs> but it's that it's it's if you truly feel aligned, right? It's your mission. It's the vision you're coming from, and it's truly the vision inside you. And we all, as women, especially, I think our intuition is so strong. So listen to your gut, and I'm talking about your gut, not your mind. Your mind sometimes is hot mess, <laughs> hot mess. <Yeah>. Age. <laughs> So I literally have to get quiet and listen to my gut and see what is aligned, what is feeling right, who should I collaborate with. So it's getting aligned with your gut and definitely asking for a lot of help. I don't care if you have money, you don't have any money to allocate. People will do things because they love you. And women have the hardest time, like the hardest time to literally say these words, I need help with. We will go around with every imaginable option. We'll be like, well, you know, this is not working out. Like before we actually get to the point where we say, okay, I need help with X. And when you do, it's magical because one, people want to help. Especially when they see you in your passion. Like I guarantee you, when people see you in your passion right now with the business you're building, right? They know that, okay, she's aligned with that. We can feel that it's coming from her heart. So people want to help you. So it's asking for help, listening for your gut and really, really not being scared about asking for help because I promise you it's again, that stupid limiting belief of (laughs) asking for help is so weak. It's the strongest thing you can possibly do ever, like ever. Yeah. Yeah. I I love so much of what you just said. And especially with the permission to ask for help because not only are you saying like yes like screw the money don't worry about it the worst that happens is they say no right and i think we get in our own heads and make these assumptions of being like a bother or to someone else or like oh but but they're going to charge thousands of dollars like literally the worst that happens is they say no and then you go ask someone else and i think when you lead from the heart like you lead from the soul like you said it goes back to even what we talked about with the first question that I asked is if you are leading with yourself and you are staying really true to and authentic to yourself, people can feel that and they will want to help and they will figure out you, you will find the right person, right? That's the other thing. And, and I know you believe this too, of like, if that first person that you ask is a no, that is leaving the window open for the right person to say yes, then, but you got to ask or it's all, automatically a no. And then I think the second beautiful thing that you really pinned on was the get quiet. Mm -hmm. And I think far too often high achieving women feel guilty for slowing down and sitting in their own silence enough to even be able to listen to their gut. And so I, I think there's something else that I've seen you say, and it's sometimes you don't need more journaling books or seminars. 
Sometimes you just need to breathe and approach the world with the same wide-eyed look you had as a child. So that like inner child and that like getting quiet, if, if these are separate answers, then answer them separately. But like, have you always done those things or did you have to learn how to access your inner child and that quiet surrender space? And what did that look like? Yeah, no, the answer is no. I always <laughs> done those things. I kind of figured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and thank you for saying, you know, yes, I do share with quite a bit of candor. Um, well, yes, I grew up around, again, a mother who was in a very male-dominated industry. So I did not learn a lot from her in terms of a feminine side of things, in terms of getting quiet. And I really didn't get into that work of meditation and just sitting with myself until much, much later. I would say probably right before my divorce and then happily after my divorce, it was just a big part of my healing that helped me to just figure out who I actually was. You know, as we know, we it's so easy. It's easy to lose ourselves. Yeah in our relationships and the business we're building. So that was my first big tap into that of getting quiet. And then uh, in terms of that inner child, I've always, like when I was younger, I had my grandfather and I lived with my grandparents till I was eight. And that was my favorite time because I've always said, if I met a man half as good as my grandfather, I would marry him on the spot because he had this insane ability to make everybody feel like kids. And I Mm. saw him all the way till he was late 80s, right before he passed away, is having that playfulness about him that people were just so drawn to. And it was like that magical energy. And I always remembered that. And so when I kind of through the healing process and sitting quiet with myself, I also realized like how much prescriptive agendas we're given Mm. as women by even our culture right like we're supposed to show up a certain way we're like in this settings we have to be demure and smart and professional and then this setting you have to show up and you have to be this vixen that's you know seductive and feminine and it's always like all this things that are bombarding these expectations yeah absolutely and it's always like you can never really win because there's so many layers to the societal expectations and i'm like well well who are we and what is the most pristine part of us besides our soul and that's our inner child and so for me that's where it came from and then when i started working with my clients you know i saw so many high achieving women who were amazing on paper they did incredible they build amazing businesses and careers they've shown up for their families and loved ones in this most beautiful way and yet they were so burnt out unhappy joyless just empty they forgot who that little girl inside of them was and honestly like one of my first exercises I started doing with like this super high achieving women I would make them go to the park and sit on the swing and oh I love that so much I may have to steal that actually for my clients. Please, please do. Please do. I always say that there's something about that that just makes them ball their eyes out. It brings them to resistance at first because I mean, yes, affirmations are amazing and we all know that and we can stand in front of a mirror and we do that with some degree of success. But there is just like, there's that physicality. Yeah. But who didn't like swing on a swing as a kid? And so putting yeah. yourself back in that environment and the smells and the sounds and like that is... I, I bring a lot of somatic practices into the clients that I work with. And that is so on par with that as to kind of awakening and, mm-hmm. and re-showing, and that's not a word, but whatever, we'll roll with it. Um, yeah. Someone as to like, 
like almost like a remembering of who they really are when everything is else is stripped away, all those expectations are stripped away. And I think that is so important to breaking up with burnout and really finding who you are, right? Like it can be really tough for women to do what we're talking about, like showing up authentically as yourself first and foremost and staying really grounded in your vision and what you want. Well, it's going to be really tough to see that if you haven't taken time to get quiet and to really access the deeper part of like, who am I really? And I think that swing is such a beautiful way to kind of force, not force, but kind of someone to to really go back into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And that's exactly what I'm going to say that idea. Yeah, no, but it's true. It's it's that remembering exactly. And you see, there yeah. are like certain things we do in life that I think have this like most memorable little sparkles inside of our mind that mm-hmm. stay with us, right? For me, like obviously, I know you're yeah. amazing. I know how overachieving you are, and like all the successes you've had. But I watch you dance, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is the side of Megan, like <laughs> imprinted in my brain now because I love it. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I love going on her feed because you see those moments, right? And it like automatically, yeah, like I'm living through your joy, right? And so to me, yeah. that's exactly what happens when we allow ourselves or we see somebody else go into that inner child moment, mm. that joy becomes contagious. You can't avoid it. And then when they basically now have it inside them and it's almost like projecting on other women around them, obviously, and the people around them and everybody, you know, like I've had so many clients will say, oh my gosh, everybody in my office says I'm glowing. And she's been on a swing for the last three weeks, you know, but it's that, (laughs) (laughs) it's that energy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's healing from your inside out. Like I, it's a, the reason I became a mindset coach and left like the healthcare field truly is because like that's foundational. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a strong foundation of mindset and who you are and what you want, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you, like, good luck on the rest of it Yeah. on whether, and I saw it from physical injuries, which is how I kind of got in this world from physical therapy, but that also applies to business and your life in general and avoiding getting to the end of your life and having the number one regret of, I wish I'd lived my life for myself instead of the expectations of others. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say thank you. Like I really received that, that note about like the dancing because there's a past version of me that wouldn't have done that and wouldn't have showed up online in that way because I hadn't tapped into my inner child. I hadn't taken the time to get quiet and figure out like really who am I? And so I was very much in that like, nope, show up professional, show up this way. That's inappropriate. And then on top of it, when I got back into dance, it took a while for me to let go of worrying about what others were thinking. And so like the videos that you see now, the energy and that joy that you see now is because I really don't give a damn what other people think. And there's something I came across on Instagram recently that to full circle this back to like what we were talking about, it was saying, if you want to make the right decision for you, don't ask others opinions. If you want to make the absolute wrong decision, by all means, ask everyone their opinion because it's going to sway how you show up. Oh, 100%. And I think women are especially prone to that because we almost like we're used to having our- We're trained to ask for other people's opinions. Yes, absolutely. Like hell, have you ever realized, I realized this the other day, again, I've noticed it multiple times. Like my mom and a lot of women will word things like a question Mm -hmm. when it's a statement. Yep, 100%. And I think it's, it goes right along with that. And there's something else 
I went through like a deep dive on your Instagram feed because I, I, I honestly I love, love how I you feel show so up. Special. No, I do. I'm so appreciative of that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and there's there was a caption that you put that goes along with this on the the showing up as yourself and really sitting like you put the caption of when's the last time you sat in gratitude for you. So I actually want to ask you that exact question because I want this to. What I would love for anyone listening is for this to be a permission slip for them to take a second to show gratitude for themselves by listening to your story and what you do for yourself in this way. Yeah, I love that thing. And thank you for the deep dive. Very grateful because yes, by the way, I write all my own captions. I wanted to put full disclosure on that because I just, yeah, it's very special to me. And I truly, I've always built with the intent that I don't care. I just want to talk to this one woman. And I hope when she hears that piece, something will, you know, light bulb will go on. I actually said in gratitude for myself yesterday and not even intentionally, but I'm going to share a super vulnerable story with all of you and give you all this permission because yes, business is business, but as women, we don't always translate life. We don't separate things well. Uh, so last night my daughter played volleyball and she had a full blown meltdown where she basically shut down. It was a opportunity for the coaches to see them. And it was probably her absolute worst moment on the court. Like I have not seen her show up like this. So as a businesswoman who teaches business and teaches not quitting as a mom who is obviously type A and super excited about her kid as, you know, a human being like a rooting for this individual, I was crushed. I had to walk out. I have no um, poker face. So she reads me like a book. And I, so I had to walk out and sit with myself, compose myself. And, you know, I was, when we got home, we got through this, we had a very long conversation. Everything is, you know, we've gotten what was bothering her and why she couldn't switch up. And, you know, she's also 13 hormones, uh, wonderful things. (laughs) So, Mm. We uh, all know that stage we were all. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was interesting because I sat last night after all this went down and she went to bed. I sat there and I thought, you know, I'm so freaking proud of me because if it was me even five years ago, I would have lost it. I would have lost it. I would have been upset. I would have probably raised my voice. I had probably said things I would be regretful for just because I feel super frustrated but I was so intentional with my conversation with her. And that's, I truly do believe because of everything I've put in and how I show up for myself first. You see, I made, I like made this real vow to myself about two years, right after COVID actually, uh, that I wanted to put myself in this rocks. I call them rocks. These are like the few things in my life that everything is based on. Obviously my daughter is one of them, right? Like my health is one of them. My mom who has dementia is one of them. And I know it's a very short lived time with her and she keeps, you know, dwindling down. So it's harder and harder to have conversations. But so these rocks take priority over everything. And I am one of those priorities. So I really made that vow. And because of it, my life truly changed and how I show up in my business absolutely changed. So if you are still struggling with this like notion that business has to come first, my earnings have to come first. Yes, but to a degree, because unless you come first, like truly you, your energy, your preciousness, how you see your own worth comes first, you will always play on the small side. It's only when you truly believe in this like magic of who you are and how much growth you see daily 
pun intended. <laughs> so <laughs> it's truly that. It's how you see that magic because I always say it's you versus you, right? So when you sit with that gratitude and realize how much you have moved the needle with yourself, then you can accept low ass offers. You can accept poor treatment. You can accept people trying to lowball you on what you, you know, the services you provide. Because when I come into the room, I truly believe that I'm bringing these people a massive amount of value because of how much worth I carry. It's coming from that side of things. And so this is for all of you who are listening. This is your permission, because I promise you, even though it feels like counterintuitive, almost, it feels like strange, really, really like hone in on giving yourself permission to get that worth up first, that internal worth. Oh, I feel like that entire thing was just like a mic drop. Like we could just take that like little, like what, five minute clip. And that could be the episode right there. Cause I think that was so beautiful. And that whole, like the point you made on just because you were putting yourself first, doesn't mean you're negating the importance of the business or the income or anything else. It, it's just, it's that, it's that cheesy line of like, you can't pour from an, an empty cup, but it's so true. Like if you are solid in your energy and taking that time to show gratitude for yourself, shines an outward light and people will one be magnetized to that light and two they will start to light up more themselves so the ripple effect is very real when you deeply believe in yourself and so thank you i i know that that story is going to resonate with so many and i know like i felt myself like leaning in more and more and more and the fact that that was just yesterday like that's so powerful like the amount of energy and magnetism that you have because you are willing to show up for yourself and put yourself up for put yourself first is felt Mm -hmm. thank you so thank you for that thank you i feel like this next question it might actually overlap with this a little bit i have a feeling it will but what does it take to go from like that 5k a month to like where you are now where it's like i I don't know probably 5k days i'm not going to put words in your mouth but um that leap is it Is it all the things that we've been talking about? Are there other like tips and tools? Like what's some insight you have there? Yeah, love that question. Well, obviously, and I'm not going to negate that, right? Like I'm not a big fan of this, just get the why, negate the how. No, (laughs) how it does matter. (laughs) Like let's not completely, I understand the premise of that, but it's also become this almost like cliche where I'm like, no, no, how is important. There has to be KPIs in your business. You have to have this because here's the thing. If you look at your business right now or your life, right? Some, if it's not where you want it to be, there are numbers that are attached to it, whether we'll like it or not, right? It's, are you making enough financially where you are carefree? Are you showing up with a, if you're in your business building stage, are you showing up enough for your clients? Are you making X amount of reach outs or calls or whichever way you're communicating with them, right? So there have to be numbers. So I always look at skill set first. However, mm-hmm. I will also change it to the insight that most women initially, when I sit down with them, disagree with me and most business owners in general, even if they're men, actually, because I always say 90 Two percent of the time I sit down with business owners, it's not because of a skill set. And with women, it is almost never because of the skill set. 
is why they haven't made that leap from five to 20, 50 K months, et cetera. It's most of the time because of exactly what we just talked about. They have all the skill set in the world. They have all the amazing qualities. They're educated. They understand what they need to do, but they're so concerned with what you said, which is everyone's judgment, everyone's idea of how it should be. It's like women have this like invisible board of directors and we all go to ask Mm -hmm. permission and to ask, you know, what do you think? And what about this? And then we pivot 50 times. And then because it's not perfect, you know, I always joke about childbirth. If you've ever birthed a child, it's never planned. It's ugly AF. You don't look great. <laughs> you produce the most amazing masterpiece ever known to men. And every woman will say that about their child. They have the best thing I've ever made. But yet with business, we somehow don't equate it that way at all. We want everything perfect and clean and pristine and everybody mm-hmm. has to approve. Like I straight up say it on my social media all the time. My goal is to not serve every woman. My goal is to actually not serve most women because I want to work with women who align with me, who are at least ready to accept help, who are willing to take big leaps with massive amount. Business is a game of mistakes. I call it lessons. I'm not a big fan of the word mistakes. I don't believe in mistakes. I really believe you just learn lessons from everything. And so that, right, that quantum leap from five to 20, 30, 50 K months really has to come with you. And it's, you either have a ceiling and most of the time you do, that you have your limited beliefs playing in or someone else's limited beliefs playing in. Like how many, and you probably have seen it with your clients, they'll do something amazing. And it's like, incredibly, it's like translated amazing. And then they're like, oh my God, I didn't really plan this. Like, why is it so good? You know, like I just talked to somebody yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I made this post on TikTok and it was borderline viral. So I didn't do anything for the next four days <laughs> because I was so scared <laughs> of all that like publicity. And I see it all the time, no matter what stages you're in. I don't care if you're in business one year or five years, women have the same thing where they like, somebody's going to judge me. Can I really show up looking like this? Uh, can I really mm-hmm. you know, show up in a pink suit to an all black room, like a room full yeah. of black? Do you mouth? feel worthy enough to hold space for whatever comes your way? 100%. But it's also even like, do you have worthy enough to show up in that and yeah. take that space? Right? Like, because I promise you, I've shown up many in many rooms and I've said, I've had plenty of no's in my life. But I don't take them as a no. I usually take them as it's not right now or it's not mine. These are my two. You see, but that's also because my mindset is different. That's why I love the work that you're doing, because it's like you said, mindset is foundational. You can have the best skills in the world, have the best company in the world, and you're still not going to show up as that million dollar you. And until you show up as a million dollar you, you're not going to have a million dollar company that I can bet you on any day. Or you're going to be yeah. unhappy. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I've sat down with people who truly are in the millions and they were crying at their desk with me sitting next to them with a Kleenex because they're so misaligned with what they're creating. And that's just the saddest thing you can mm, do. I I would totally agree. Like, that is heartbreaking and rewarding to be able to work with that person to help them get aligned. But it is, oh, like that, that hits me in my gut when I, when I see people doing that. And there's something you said that I think is so beautiful. Like, I feel like a lot of this conversation, we're talking about how it really is like, be true to yourself, 
have confidence in yourself. And you talked about how like, you don't want to serve all women. You don't even want to serve most women that go so beautifully hand in hand of like, when you, when you pitch someone and you get the no, it really is like, if you have the right mindset, it's a no right now, not right now, or Hey, this isn't for me. Similarly, like when you are so solid in how you show up and how you serve and how you present your offers, the right people will come in versus like the people that aren't for you aren't for you for a reason. And that's okay. Like getting a no from a potential client is also actually weirdly a really good thing. And I think we forget to to flip it and think of it that way. Yeah, because yeah, we can be redirected for a reason. And it's again, yes, you, you don't want to work with every client that's not going to accept help in the first place, for sure. Yep. And the other thing that you talked about is how, again, like the, the mindset is foundational and it is so like why you and I do what we do. And it's so incredibly transformational for people is like, you can't read the label from the inside of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love we it. all have blind spots. Mm-hmm. Like I do, you do. Like it's why coaches still continue to hire coaches and other mentors because it's so much easier to get those breakthroughs and see the limiting beliefs when you have someone else kind of mirroring them back for you. Yeah, for sure. 100%. So I would love to ask kind of in a line with the, what we talked about, like showing gratitude for yourself and showing up for yourself. What are you most excited about coming up for you? Yeah. Uh, I do have a couple of big projects going into 24. I'm super excited about mm-hmm. those. Yes, I can't talk about that publicly yet, but it is amazing. I <laughs> am um, potentially bringing another business on board. That's all I'm going to disclose. So it's going to be very much aligned with what so I'm So what running. we're hearing is go follow you on social. Keep the <laughs> yes, notifications on, on and stalk your posts. There'll be more. <laughs> There'll be more. But obviously, I'm a super also excited. Uh, we are building out the Live for Living Mastermind. That's my baby. This is really came out of like COVID and all my one-on-one clients who just wanted to have a community of badass women. And it's a 12-month container. So they get to really get to know each other. They get to do business together. They get to have the best of both worlds because it's group coaching and one-on-ones with me. So that's honestly my favorite container. And I truly created it because I wanted I wanted to create something I wish I had when I was building mm-hmm. my business. And I didn't have that. And so we are starting to expand more. I just got my first woman from Spain. I'm like beyond myself excited. So yes, we're starting to expand. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. I truly want to make it like that very kind of cross borders, uh, cross industries experience for everyone. So yeah, that's probably my biggest exciting piece. And then yeah, my I'm on like this new mode, I would say for the last couple of years, it still continues, which is I want to work the least amount of hours with the most amount of income, and then be Mm -hmm. able to build life on my terms, truly. I love that. And I I love, I'm going to reiterate the congrats on the woman from Spain. And I love what you said about really wanting to make it like an across borders thing, because so I've traveled to 20 countries, solo travel to like, I don't know, 11, 12 at this point. And the one thing that I've learned from all of that is we are all far more alike than we realize. Like you can cross cultures, cross races, cross religions, everything. And when you get down to it, everyone wants to feel seen, heard, appreciated, and like they're making an impact. And 
just there's so much that we can learn from each other when we can get in the same space, like a safe space and recognize it like, hey, we're more alike than we think. And we can all learn from our differences. So I think that is such a beautiful container that you're creating. So give us like the quick, like who, like if someone is like, Ooh, like this sounds bomb. Like who is this for? What does that look like? Yeah. It's really for uh, women. It's only for women. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Scratch that. Uh, It's really for, uh, yeah, it's only for women. Uh, It's for women business owners who are trying, who are one wanting to grow, but two are sort of confused on how to grow. And also um, biggest thing is they're definitely burned out. They feel overwhelmed. They feel like they're not getting enough support. They have all the pieces in place, uh, but they don't know how to grow that and scale that quickly because it's a combo of really two things. On one hand, we're helping these business owners, these women owners grow their company. But on the other hand, we are also helping them gain their time back. So the goal is we scale you, but yet teaching you how to bring joy, balance and actual life. That's why it's called live for living, (laughs) not work for Mm -hmm. living. (laughs) So to actually bring your life back. So you enjoy what you are building and why you started in in the first place. I love that so much. I will definitely make sure any and all links are in the show notes because that is I mean, it goes so beautifully hand in hand with what I do, right? Like I do the one-on-one launch pad, like one-off sessions with women, basically Mm -hmm. for the same thing. Like it's for the high achieving burnt out woman who is trying to figure out their own path and wants to break through their limiting beliefs. But I don't work with the person who wants the deeper container versus you have that so beautifully set up yeah. so that it really is like, how do I take that same concept, but really dive even deeper and make it this year long thing with community, with one-on-one business coaching signed in. So like, ugh, the women in that container are just, yeah. Watch out world. Yeah. So, so excited for fire. you and I'm, for them. Yeah, they're definitely on fire. Yeah. I love yeah. And it's such a, I mean, honestly, it's selfishly created for me so I can pop in once a month and leave. Let's be my real. Bed. We all create. from that space like almost everyone like I created it because it's what I wanted years ago when I was trying to figure out my own stuff exactly so okay the question the final question that I ask everyone is so human on the daily is all about really yes breaking out of the expectations of others but bringing your whole self to to everything you do so actually pretty much what we've been talking about this whole time but what is what's one fun fact about you that we haven't talked about yet that maybe isn't like at the forefront of your social, like what's something that makes you Olinka? Uh, dance, believe it or not. And you kind of secretly knew that I reached out to you, but especially <laughs> because I actually love those pixelated whips. And I kind of got into it by accident playing with one of my girlfriends and she got it. Oh, so fun. And yes, so I saw her at the festival. We went together and she was like doing all the magical amazing. I'm like, whoa, I don't even know what you're doing right now. But I just thought it was super fun. Again, it's a kid in me, right? And so she's been kind of teaching me a little bit here and there. And then I've been watching like YouTube and I've been watching obviously a ton of TikTok. So I ordered one. And yeah, most people actually don't know I do that at all. So like I'm a big, when I was, I mean, I grew up primarily in Europe. So I went to a lot of like festivals, a lot of live music fests during the like summer, especially Mm -hmm. all outdoors. And yes, so I always was like 
a huge fan of that. I love house music and most people don't know that about me, but I definitely love dance. So anything with dance and pixelated whips, I'm your girl. I that love awesome. to up. I love to have my like little ultra ego moments in different outfits. So yeah, I love that stuff. And it's not something I lead with, but like people who are close to me obviously know that. Uh, yeah. So I'm just, I am very different in my private life versus my business. So I'll give you another example. Yeah. I very obviously buy the book and organize with my business and clients. When I go on vacations, I want no time schedule. I want no plans. I go by ear most of the time. And yeah, it's basically very opposite side of my personality. So I love that. You need that duality though, right? And, and just wait, I'm going to message you like a photo when I go with this pixelated whip. I'm like, we're getting together. We're going to a house festival because that is, I was actually just telling someone the other day, it's like, that's actually something I haven't done because I didn't grow up in an area where that was a thing. And yeah. I've always felt drawn to it. I obviously dance, but like, that's a different, yeah. that's a different it's world. A, like it's a vibe, it's that energy in the air. It's like the craziest energy. Yes. So many people are in that same zone. Yeah. It's a lot of fun for sure. Oh, I love that so much. Okay. Where can people find you? I know after listening to this, they're just going to be like scrambling. So give us what's the best way to get a hold of you. Yeah, it's just under my name. My Instagram name is under Alinka Cullinan and the website is super simple. It has everything. It's uh, www.istartfirst.com, all one word. I start first, just three words combined together. So if you go to a website, you pretty much have everything, email, all the access, all the programs. And then yes, if you want to follow me personally, it's under Alinka Cullinan. It will be me answering you, not the bots. <laughs> Love that so much. I will make sure all of that is the show notes. And so definitely check her out. Uh, Elinka, thank you so much. This has been amazing. I feel like we could talk for hours, but I will, I will keep this so that, so the listeners aren't having like a three hour long podcast. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. I loved it, Megan. You're awesome. It was so much fun. All right. I'll catch y'all next time. High five for taking some time out of your day for yourself to listen to this episode. It is my hope that it makes you feel more seen and heard and understood because we are all human and being human is messy and imperfect and beautiful and you are beautiful. So if this resonated, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on social along with your biggest takeaway and then tag me at move on the daily and hum at human dot on the daily. Thank you so much and see you next time.